How's it going, everybody? Going out right here. Not too, it's like a perfect day today. There's no clouds in New York City. It's like 84 degrees, maybe. It's like dry for once. It's been straight up Amazon here for the past couple weeks, so it's nice to kind of have a little bit of a dry spell for once. It kind of feels like LA or something, but uh, it's nice. It's nice here. Cannot complain. It was actually really windy the other day. I think Saturday or Sunday. It was like maybe like in the upper 60s and windy. In the middle of the night, there'd be these like wind gusts that blow the curtain up and wake everybody up. All right, enough weather chat. None of this small talky baloney. It's been kind of a slow week here in the uh, culture world a lot of stuff happening but nothing too mind-blowing um but today the beebs got engaged how about that the beebs got engaged to the daughter of the other guy in biodome so not Polly shore but the other guy who is stephen baldwin brother of alec baldwin I always thought Haley Baldwin was Alec Baldwin's daughter. I didn't realize till today that she's actually Stephen Baldwin's daughter. So I did my research, of course, naturally learning this. And uh, I think, because then I'm like, well, why is she famous? Because Stephen Baldwin, he was in Biodome. He's been in a few other movies. But he's not exactly George Clooney, you know. He's not exactly Brad Pitt. So why is she so famous? Well, turns out she's a model and she's BFFs with Kendall Jenner, I believe. So I've heard. Which is funny because to me it's just this never-ending cycle of like socialite celebrities whose friends do things to become socialite celebrities themselves. It's like, it started with Paris Hilton. Nobody really understood why Paris Hilton was famous at first. Then she got the show with Nicole Richie. So then she was actually famous and had a show. And then Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's friend. And then she had the sex tape. And then she, you know, had a better body than Paris Hilton, I guess. So she got bigger than Paris Hilton. And then her sisters got big due to the Kardashian show. And then her sister's friends are big now. And Mary and Justin Bieber and shit. I don't know. It's a vicious cycle. I wonder how Selena Gomez feels about all this. <gasps> Probably fine. Probably a-okay. Anyway, that's all I got for, like, bubblegum 
pop culture gossip. Um, but yeah, congrats to the Biebs, man. Getting married. It's probably like the biggest thing that's come out in the past week, to be honest. Um, not a whole lot going on, but last week I talked about the Drake album, Scorpion, which I've listened to a bit more, and my opinion is the exact same. It's okay. Um, certain songs are starting to catch on a bit. I'm seeing more than I initially projected. Like, I'm starting to see in my feelings blow up. People are doing the dance videos outside of the cars. I'm starting to see that on Instagram a lot. So I think that might be a potential single, which I would have not have projected on first listen. So just little things like that. But overall, to me, it's still a solid six. Way, way too much bloat on that thing to be considered a classic. But, you know, in this streaming age where everybody just kind of picks and chooses what they like and don't really give a shit about the album as a cohesive whole, it makes sense for it to be 25 songs. And the numbers back it up, although at this point I feel like Drake could just fucking fart on a record for 10 minutes and it'll still go at least gold. But, um... The numbers that be coming out be looking pretty good. It said today, Drake earns record tying eighth consecutive number one album on the Billboard 200 chart. Just a few days after becoming the first artist to hit one billion streams in a week. So yeah, he got a billion streams his first week, and he's the eighth album to chart at no or his eighth album charts at number one on the billboard top 200 that is pretty crazy he found the formula and i said this on the last podcast but he took the ll cool j formula and just kind of took it to the next level by blending it and creating uh i guess noah created a a sound for it like a a signature sound that kind of ovo sound um, and by LL Cool J, I mean, you know, LL Cool J could do kind of like rap R&B song just for ladies that sounds super corny, but then he can hop on some like hard shit, like I'm going to knock you out or the Craig Mack flavor in your ear remix, something like that on like a posse cut and hold his own. And, uh, before him, not many rappers were that versatile. A lot of guys I can't think of someone that could do it like that to that extent, like a hundred percent make a song whose main demographic is like teenage girls. And then another song whose main demographic is a hundred percent like aggressive dudes. Um, I don't know if Drake in any of his songs actually has an aggressive dude demographic, but that, but hip hop in general is just less hard than it used to be. And it's kind of, less rigid and kind of blending into this kind of singing, rapping, 808, kind of low-pass filtered bass and synth sounds with ambient samples. Like, that's just becoming a thing, and he's kind of the guy, along with his team, pioneering that sound. So I get it. It makes total sense. I hope he continues to get number ones. Um... He's easy to make fun of, but can't knock the hustle or the grind or the talent. Dude has talent, and I like the Michael Jackson song a lot. 
And he was a last-minute-ish replacement for DJ Khaled at the Wireless Festival in London over the weekend. He only played for 20 minutes, but he showed up at least. Um, yeah, 20 minutes is weak, though. Come on, Drake. You can do better than 20 minutes. That's like five songs-ish plus time in between. Yeah, it's like five songs. Weak sauce, but I digress. Um... What else is going on in the world? Does anyone have any good stories? DM me, NRS underscore show on Insta, um, or Twitter for that matter. I just use Insta way more. So I've been really posting a lot of streetwear, goofy streetwear memes on Instagram lately. It seems, to be honest, to get the best response from the people. So I kind of just do whatever is within my not rocket science world of you know fashion culture music technology etc and whatever gets the best response I kind of latch on to more in terms of the content that I create and the streetwear stuff seems to do pretty darn well so I keep talking about it um but like in the news again supreme who I did a whole episode about uh, probably three or four episodes back now. They're in the news again because I don't know how many of you guys know about this. Like, if you're, like, hype beast to the max, you probably are well aware of this. And this is some boring-ass news to you. So I'm sorry any hype beast-ass motherfuckers listening to this shit. But, but for the rest of you who might not be aware of this whole, like, streetwear scene, Supreme's a global brand. They're absolutely huge. Uh, they collab with Louis Vuitton. They collab with like ton, like Nike, like tons of high end, big time brands. And it's crazy in Europe. There is a well known fake Supreme store in Italy called Supreme Italia, but. They don't really say Italia on their store banners. Their store banners are straight up jack of the original Supreme logo. Um, and there was a legal loophole that allowed that fake Supreme brand to have a store and website and everything and label themselves as Supreme, even though Supreme's a global brand. It's like, you know, if Nike had some random ass store in Germany that had nothing to do with the real Nike. It's the same thing as that, pretty much. And the thing is, is Italy isn't that attached to the streetwear market relative to places like New York City, or I mean, well, the United States. Italy's not a fucking city. United States, um, England, places like that. And then Asia, the Asian market, and Japan... Tokyo, China, Hong Kong, etc. So somehow this fake Supreme was able to trademark themselves in Italy and Supreme has never sued them because they're so irrelevant right now that it's not worth the resources to go through with the lawsuit. But if they were to expand, they would sue them. To try to expand outside of Italy, basically. That's, uh, according to articles I've read, that seems to be the case. There's a article on 
high snobiety. Um, it's called Legal Fake Supreme is Massive in Italy, and here's why, if you want to read about it. Um, and I kind of go into why it exists in the first place and still thrives, and it's basically because a lot of hype beasts seem to be kind of morons and don't even investigate. They just look for the label and buy it. They're like, ooh, Supreme, buy. So that's why I do these um, Instagram posts where I, like, put zombies in Supreme and they're going after some exclusive, you know, I think I did the uh, the Nigeria soccer jersey and stuff like that. It just, people just don't research anything when it comes to streetwear, it seems like, or at least a lot of people don't. I'm sure, well, I know for a fact there's lots of people that do, but there's a lot of fuckboys that don't. Um... And that's what led for this fake Italian Supreme to thrive and continue to, at least in Italy, be a thing. But what's interesting is just recently another fake Supreme opened up in Spain, I believe. Yes, fake Supreme pop-up store in Spain. And this one's a totally different fake Supreme from the fake Italy Supreme. So now you have two fake Supremes in Europe. Um, So now it's kind of interesting if the real Supreme tries to shut them down. And you can go to both of their websites, uh, SupremeSpain.com and I believe SupremeItalia.com. They're both awful-looking websites, just like the Italy one especially just looks really cheap, the images are very low quality if you have like a retina screen they're gonna look really really crappy it just it just doesn't look professional at all um and they're for sure ripoffs because they make the same kinds of products as real supreme but it's just not officially from the same manufacturers as supreme you know it's not really licensed by supreme they're just knockoffs so i wonder now if supreme's gonna actually drop the hammer or you're going to keep seeing these fake Supreme pop-up stores that look like real Supreme stores in places like Europe um, continue to thrive. So that was one thing I saw in the news. But, um, I mean, I think at some point you just got to squash it, right? Like, eventually it hurts your brand. Because if you're Nike and there's all these fake Nikes popping up, I think Nike would have just dropped the hammer a long time ago um same thing with adidas i mean there's a lot of fake adidas out there with like the four stripes which is hilarious looking because k-swiss also has four stripe sneakers and they're a real brand but the point being none of those places have their own well k-swiss does but they're a legit brand but none of the fake adidas have their own store um the way these supremes do so i can't imagine this lasting much longer but hey man do you it's all fucking fake anyway real supreme is a ripoff of barbara kruger's aesthetic street art designs so uh and supreme's ripped off other brands like the real supreme so it's all just people just ripping people off that's streetwear in a nutshell and i love following it and i don't know why maybe because i'm a fucking hypocrite it is what it is um so that's 
really the only noteworthy thing in the streetwear world that I've seen. I mean, there's always releases and yada, yada, yada. But a lot of the releases I've seen this week are kind of kind of trash. I mean, well, the Easy Butters came out. Those are nice, but Easy, I don't know, man. they got to switch it up. These flat colors using the same silhouettes over and over again. They just don't do it for me at this point. I don't know. I, I mean, they're nice. Don't get me wrong. I do like them, but it's like, it's kind of like iPhones. You know, like iPhone keeps releasing the same thing. So iPhone 10 aside, they kind of release the same version of the same phone with some feature upgrades year after year after year. And even the 10, like, sure. They tried to make it full screen, but they have the stupid bevel and they do the face technology because they can't figure out how to do the thumb on the screen just the glass not with the button so they took out the thumb technology which works great and replaced it with the face reading technology that's a bit inadequate comparison in comparison in my opinion because you can unlock the phone from your pocket with the thumb technology but you can't do that with the face um so to me, that's kind of like where Yeezy's at. And some of the new dad shoe stuff just come on. Like five years from now, we're going to look back at this the way people in 2003 looked at Janko jeans and just kind of like laughed and like how that was a legit trend at one point. You know, Janko jeans with the frosted tips and the ski goggles, late 90s bullshit, which probably is going to come back now. Watch. Now that I said that, watch people rocking ski goggles the the bleach jobs are already back in full force guys bleaching their hair everywhere but watch the frost the tips thing come back oh, it's gonna be a fucking disaster um anyway yeah kanye please less dad shoes more real designs the 350s are awesome but it's been a while now just pushing that direction forward a little would be great and adidas in general please like ultra boost it's the same design different colorways at least they're trying different patterns of colorways and it's not not just the new flat color like the yeezys but uh just need something new man they got to evolve the silhouettes a little more but that's just my two cents um i'm just not liking this dad shoe balenciaga bullshit fucking annoying anyway Moving away from streetwear, um, there's some stuff in technology that's actually pretty interesting. So it came out today that Snapchat is going to have their camera serve as a visual search engine that's going to link to Amazon. So if you take a picture of like some, I was going to say Yeezys, but I don't think they sell Yeezys on Amazon. So like, I don't know some sony flat screen tv you're going to be able to link directly to that tv's product detail page on amazon and also do it for music with shazam which i think you already can do i thought i I thought you already can do that but i guess not um so basically their camera is going to be a visual search engine and with that you can also do some cool affiliate marketing or affiliate linking credit that can be a brand new revenue stream for 
Snapchat's users, but also Snapchat themselves, and they need money badly because they've been screwing up left and right for the past couple years now, and had that terrible redesign. So overall, this is kind of like an interesting angle for Snapchat. Uh, I think it's a matter of time before most camera-based apps do this kind of thing. Like, I can see... Instagram already does this in a very kind of uh, basic way where you have the little shopping cart on some of the photos, but it's not a visual search engine where you can use machine learning and things like that to train the application and the algorithm to understand certain products uh, and then find their link on Amazon without having it be manually inputted. Um, so I think this is definitely the future. I'd be curious to see how far along Snapchat is with it. I'm, I mean, people found this out because there's this like researcher dude who looks at code and finds hidden shit, and he uh, found it in their Android app now. Under it's called Eagle. So I, I think there's like a class in the code. I don't know if it's a class. I don't know much about Android code. I just know HTML a little bit. That uh was listed as like eagle and it ties to a specific uh string for a product in the photo so it seemed pretty interesting if they roll this out soon i could see it as a big win for them um they're going to be under the gun to innovate off of it and iterate newer versions that work better because you know instagram's going to rip this off too they ripped off stories they did it better they're burying Snap right now, so I wonder how long, if Snap is ready to roll this out, how long their window is to, like, not mess this up the way they messed up their stories. Um, I think it's super useful, but I think, but there's always a side of me that's like, are we really fucking this lazy? Like, now we can't see a product we like and try to find it through Google and then go to the product page. We have to go straight to Amazon off of Snapchat that we're using as a device to procrastinate from our real shit day to day anyway. Like we're already wasting time on this thing and now we're buying shit while we're wasting time. <laughs> like there's always this cynical side to me when I see this stuff that's like, all right, I get it. It's more convenient, more convenient. Convenience always wins. Gary Vaynerchuk, yay. But like part of me is just like, we are fucking lazy. So I'm just going to scroll through feeds all day and clicking on links to buy shit. It'll probably work, though. It'll probably work for Snap for a year or two. Instagram will probably adopt it in their own way. And then Snap will have to come up with the next good idea. And it's a vicious cycle. Just like socialite celebrities. Right, right. Um... So that came out today, so I want to throw it out there because I think that is actually a, one of the more interesting features in social media apps that I've seen for a while. And I use social media apps way more than most other apps, so kind of pertains to me and probably pertains to you because let's be real here, we all waste time on it. And the other story that actually came out couple weeks ago and I totally missed it I don't know how I missed this but have you guys been keeping track with Akon these days 
Have you guys heard about this? How, am I the only person that hasn't heard about Akon trying to build a cryptocurrency city in Senegal? That's basically his version of Wakanda that I presumably would be called Akonda. Because I read about this today and it blew my fucking mind. I know Akon has been doing charity projects for a little while now. I know he's worked with the UN with his Akon Lighting Africa project where he installs solar panels and small lighting systems in African cities, towns, etc. But this cryptocurrency thing is just hysterical to me. Because first of all, he created his own crypto coin. And based on his quotes, it's pretty obvious he has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to cryptocurrency, nor the fact that crypto just means cryptography, which is taking regular speech and words and turning it into gibberish code. But let's break this article down word for word. I'm on the verge. All right, headline, Akon wants to found real-life Wakanda. Always great when you want to... Create something based on a movie. That's always a great starting place. Keep doing that for sure. Based around his cryptocurrency, Acoin. The business says Acoin Crypto City. It's called Acon Crypto City. Very creative name. Uh, plans on kryptonizing our daily human and business exchanges. So that means, based on our definition of cryptography, taking our daily human and business exchanges and turning them from actual words to coded gibberish great great start akon anyway platinum selling performance philanthropist akon wants to build his own city in senegal and launch his own cryptocurrency as the central form of exchange okay speaking on monday june 18th at the can lion international festival of creativity on a panel titled branding africa blockchain entrepreneurship and empowering the future the grammy nominated singer of don't matter and i want to love you the real song was i want to fuck you by the way so we're building this crypto city based on the visions of the guy that saying, I want to fuck you. Just keep that in mind. Discussed his plans for Acoin, a branded form of cryptocurrency. Also the dude that grinded on a 14-year-old girl in Trinidad and got in the hot water for it. Keep that in mind. According to page six reports, Acon said blockchain technology and cryptocurrency could be the savior of Africa for many way, in many ways. Because of its high security factor. All right. Oh, my God. Blockchain inherently does not have a high security factor. The high security part is made up of those within the network. Whoever's guarding your network and passing transactions on your digital ledger are going to determine the high security and the validity of it. Um You know, Bitcoin was hacked in 2010. Ethereum was hacked in 2016. These things don't. They aren't unhackable. If it's a poor network, it's very easily hackable. The real innovation behind blockchain is the proof-of-work concept. That means you have a digital ledger and there's a network of nodes, nodes being like high-level users, usually miners, of that particular blockchain who pass the transaction as legit and there's some sort of consensus reached on the ledger before it's recorded 
that's what makes blockchain revolutionary, not the fact that it's a digital ledger. There's lots of digital ledgers. That's not that interesting. Anyway, so high security factor, blah, blah, blah. App-based system allows people to utilize it in ways where they can advance themselves and not allow government to do those things that are keeping them down. Um, so I'm kind of confused by that because he's saying he's building this city on 2,000 acres that the president supposedly gifted him already. So he's going to build a city that decentralizes the economy from the government on land given to him by the government. Bold strategy, Cotton. Anyway, an initial... That's from Dodgeball, by the way, if you didn't get that reference. Watch that movie if you haven't. Initial information blurb posted by ICO Impact Group lays out a much more ambitious plan, a 100% crypto-based city with Akon at the center of transactional life to be built in Senegal. He is not from Senegal and that he wasn't born there, but he grew up there um, at many points in his adolescence and childhood. The planned community would be called Akon Crypto City. Great title, again. Um, it says already in development, so we'll see what happens there. So I guess it already happened. He was already gifted land, and they're already building it. Interesting. Interesting. By the way, when I, in the comments section, I saw a dude saying, like, seems like a con man to me. I thought that was a really terrible yet kind of funny pun. Anyway, an extensive website for Acoin, which I went to, by the way, and I'll talk about in a second, describes Acon Crypto City as a real-life Wakanda. So isn't the thing with Wakanda that they have tons of vibranium, which is a fake metal, by the way? Like, isn't that the big selling point of Wakanda, not the fact that they're use crypto or whatever the fuck he's talking about? Like, what's Wakanda about it? Like, Wakanda's prosperous because of their natural resources, which is the exact opposite of cryptocurrency. Anyway, referring to the ultra-high-tech fictional nation ruled by King Chala, a.k.a. a superhero in Black Panther, Marvel's Black Panther movie and comics. I feel like the writer's throwing shade by putting that long-ass description there. It also shows a mock-up image of an app that would handle Acoin withdrawals, deposits, transfer, transfers, along with financial services like microloans and social media outlets. And social media outlets? What the hell does that mean? And user-generated content. I have no idea what any of that means. The system sounds something like what's being planned in the Marshall Islands. I've heard about that. Where the government signed a law creating its own sovereign cryptocurrency earlier in 2018. Alright, but what's up with this whole social media user-generated content thing? I don't get what that even is. Acoin site is a clear call for investors and entrepreneurs to get involved in both cryptocurrency project and in the city itself. Um, Alright, I'm not even going to read that part. Because it sounds like every other bullshit ICO ploy where they ask investors to invest in something where they don't provide any details whatsoever. And by any details, I mean any details to even the team's bios. Even the team's bios don't go into detail, each person that's on the core team. It's just like, served as a consultant here and worked on technology there. Like, they don't go into any details. All right, going on. There are plenty of reasons to be dubious about the plan, including... 
the overuse of the word blockchain as a buzzword and panacea to all currency problems. Very true, because a blockchain does not solve currency problems at all. Akon's response to technical questions asked at the panel wasn't exactly heartening either. Page 6 reports him as saying, I come up with the concepts and let the geeks figure it out. Riveting. <laughs> that is too good. So your leader, the singer of I Want to Fuck You, comes up with the concepts and let the geeks figure out how he builds his Wakanda city based off of a movie whose prosperity is based off of a fake metal in said movie. Awesome. All right, they go back into Akon's charity, which I explained is great, but way easier to do because you're basically buying solar panels and getting investors to buy in sol solar panels and small solar energy systems. Um, oh, and then on top of this, so so while he's building his Wakanda, he said he also wants to run for president in 2020, hoping to take on both Donald Trump and Kanye West. Quote, it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be something worth watching. He said, according to Page Six Brief, I'm going to go after Trump and Kanye will get offended because he likes Trump and he's going to go after me and then I'm going to go after Kanye and then Trump's going to go, going to get offended because he likes Kanye and he's going to go after me and the debate stage will be set where it's all about me. It's perfect. It's a master plan. Oh my God. This is what middle-aged celebrities are doing in 2018 with their time, people. Unreal. And the best part is when you go to the Acoin website, it looks like their art. So when you go to the landing page, there's a sign-up, subscribe to your email thing that every crypto site has. And then there's picture. So the background image is in african like safari sunset and then there's this big graphic of africa in red black and green and then this big shitty looking coin design over africa that basically looks like a pokemon coin or maybe some wakanda currency in a black panther cartoon not even a real movie uh, it looks like something that you can make in Photoshop in 10 minutes. It's insanely tacky. And then when you go around the website, it looks like it's built on Squarespace because it does this thing when Squarespace, when you upload images and you don't turn off um, expanding them, and you just click the image, it opens it up in an overlay just bigger. So their main value prop images, so like, Acoin Digital Wallet, Acoin Token, Partner App Categories, Crypto Cash, and Cash Out. There's no explanation on any of this, but when you click it, the image just gets bigger in an overlay. And it uses the Squarespace default overlay pattern. So this was something slapped together in about two hours. Um, here's how we're different. Okay, let's read this part. A unique ecosystem brings together digital and real-life platforms to empower consumers to buy, hold, and spend cryptocurrency while providing opportunity for entrepreneurs and brands. Through our custom partner accelerator program, we offer continuality and opportunity for brands to interact with consumers based on a proven track record in 18-plus countries, established relationships with public sector, NGOs, and media, crypto stability and blockchain-based transparency, and a masterful negotiation team comfortable and recognized at the highest levels of public complexity. Was that not the biggest load of bullshit you've ever heard in your life? 
cryptocurrency transaction complexity empower consumers by brand spend custom programs track record. Fuck you. This website is something out of like Silicon Valley. Like when they make those like Hooli websites, that's what this looks like. This looks like a Senegalese Hooli, but with less technology. Of course, they're ICO coming soon. Of course, they're raising an ICO. Of course, they're trying to rip people off. Our team, Akon, chief visionary. So, Mr. I Want to Fuck You is the chief visionary. So, are there, like, associate visionaries on this? Like, if I go here and I smack that on someone, I'm going to get locked up. They won't let me out. I'll be lonely. But when I get out, I'm a sole survivor. Anyway, I'm an idiot. Akon, chief visionary. One of the most powerful voices across Africa. And the Asperian Enforce. So it's all about multi-platinum albums. <laughs> and then the lighting project. So... He's recorded some hit singles and bought some solar panels, so he's the chief visionary of a blockchain crypto city, whatever the fuck that is. Great. And there's Ryan Scott, chief executive officer, professional entrepreneur, investor, advisor, social impact innovator, philanthropist. All right, another guy with no real tech experience, but he writes about blockchain. All right, so he knows about blockchain casually and writes about it. Next, the president, John Karras, entertainment industry entrepreneur, seasoned capital raiser, film producer, talent representative. All right, how is he helping build a blockchain crypto city other than fundraising? And the last one's Lynn List, chief operating officer, entrepreneur, operating executive, technologist, strategic partnership, social impact strategist. That None of that sounds like that would help much either. Lynn is a leader in visioning, fundraising, executing, operating business models. Okay, business is good. She brings each of her ventures experience as a management consultant with Bearing Point and CGIMS, where she provided executive advisement and deployed innovative technology with Fortune 500s, including negotiating a $20 million deal signed by the CEO of Microsoft. Okay, so she is a business development person in maybe the startup tech space. But I don't see anyone that's a real, like, CTO that might be actually... So if they had no money, the only one that can actually work with a computer and make something out of it. Oh, my God. And this this site was 100% created on Squarespace. No doubt about it at this point. I almost can name the template. The buttons are... The default Squarespace styles, the forms are the default Squarespace forms. So, like, I do web design and consulting on the side, and I've built websites in Squarespace, and this is a Squarespace site. So, yeah, good luck with that, Akon. Um, I hope you build your crypto Wakanda, but there is not one shred of evidence so far that I think this thing could actually get done and is in a total fucking PR ploy. Um, I just had to talk about that for a little bit just to get it off my chest because when I read this shit, I was just cracking the fuck up. 
but I think it's a real problem that people keep throwing the word crypto and blockchain around like it's some panacea to all the world's economic problems and try to make money by raising ICOs, which is initial coin offering, similar to an IPO, initial public offering with stocks. And it's been validated that a lot of these ICOs are fake and they're just money grabs and they do nothing with the money and the SEC is cracking down on them. So I'm done with bullshit crypto projects that are raising ICOs headed by people with no technological experience because it's like any entrepreneurship book, any entrepreneurship podcast you ever read or listen to, the advice is always if you're going to start a company, start something that you have some expertise in so you can be of value. So when I see stuff like that, and you know, Akon's rich, he has money to throw around, there's value with that, but if your chief visionary is the smack that I want to fuck you guy, I don't see how you're going to build this thing. But anyway, and saying he did the lighting project as some sort of reason why this is going to take off doesn't make much sense to me. One is not like the other at all. That's all I got, guys. Um, Thanks for sticking with NRS. Follow me on Instagram, please. Um... I'm trying to post stuff as much as possible. Going for like every other day or more, if possible. I got some fun stuff coming up for you guys. And I'm on Spotify now. So if you want to listen to this on Spotify, at work with your headphones on, you can do that now. So that's all I got, guys. Hope you have a great week. And I will see you next Monday. And I'll be gramming all week. Peace.